This is Jen Kesnick, and you're listening to UBU, and I'll be me. I just got a lot of feedback from having the daughters on the podcasts, so thanks for listening. And um, there's also a little blog that I write uh, that goes along with each episode. So if you want to go to my website, ubuandallbeme.com, you can check those short blogs out, get a little more behind the scenes, just click on the good stuff, um, and eventually that's where I'm going to post about products that I like or quotes that are uplifting or just good info that I come across and want to share. I'll be utilizing that feature of the website more as time goes on. Because as you know, that's some of my favorite thing to do is to share the info. Uh, I was talking with a friend of mine this week who is living a life of service, which I love and I'm inspired by. She has had a weekly Bible study that um, she invites people to come check out and she's very faithful and although I'm not a particularly religious person myself it was really interesting to hear her interpretation of you know just we talked for a few hours about it I mean I'm sure she has many more things to say but just her interpretation of uh, the Bible and um, her faith uh, which is very uplifting thing to hear about. So I thought maybe if she agrees in the future, I'll have her on to talk about faith, something I think in this day and age we could all use a little bit more of, I'm sure. Um, So then that was last week and then cut to this weekend, Earth Day weekend, and being out on the east end of Long Island where there are fishermen and farmers and wineries and we as a community tend to care about environmental issues because we're in and around um, the environment as everyone is, but we really are out here. You know, it's farm country. Uh, I had the pleasure to meet a woman through a mutual friend a few weeks ago named Laura Fabrizio. She has a wonderful business of her own called Coastal Concierge out here on the east end of Long Island. But her passion and her true love and what she spends her, you know, hours when she loses track of time and forgets to eat and all that good stuff is the Marichis Marichis Bay Project, um, which is a group of people dedicated to restoring and cleaning Marich's Bay. I just talked to her about it for the first time last week. We're going to do a podcast together in about two weeks, I think. I'm really excited for you to hear about it. She's so passionate about what she does that it's, you know, makes you want to learn more about it too. And once I learned more about their project, the more I wanted to become involved. Um, If you are part of the Long Island community, I urge you to, and get a piece of paper and a pencil out because I'm going to give you a couple of um, helpful websites today. So I urge you to check out marichesbayproject.org and see if you can get involved, um, get your kids involved. They had a beach cleanup this past weekend and it was filled with um, families, whole entire families, all doing something to make a difference. So it was really nice. Um, And even if you don't want to be hands-on because you're already involved in your own things and you have too much going on, anything more would just spread you too thin. That's fine, too. You know, just maybe consider purchasing tickets for the Save the Bay party in June and uh, come be part of the community. And if you're not on the east end of Long Island, 
I'm sure you have a local group of dedicated people looking to make a difference that would love for you to get involved, to get your kids involved, because no one can do anything alone. We need help to make a difference. And if everyone does their small part, then together it gets done and you feel like you accomplished something great and it makes you feel better. Um, then that was Saturday, Sunday of this weekend. I went to the Dandelion Festival at KK's Farm in Southold, um, which is also on the North Fork of the East End of Long Island. So where do I begin? Uh, KK was a biodynamic farmer that was a friend of my father's who was also one of the teachers at his Nature Lyceum school. Um, two days a month, he would hold a lecture series by all of these incredibly dedicated, brilliant people who would teach everyone from the golf course superintendent to a curious homeowner about things like biodynamic gardening, um, composting, how to remove pesticides from your life, and just generally how to lean in and have a more holistic, organic life and everything in between. Really interesting course that I'm so thankful I got to take um, while my father was alive. KK and my dad have both passed away. And as one of the speakers said yesterday before her talk, um, they must have been needed more on the other side, but they were definitely missed yesterday. It was interesting for me to walk around this festival and hear my father's name being, um, you know, spoken aloud by people I didn't even know. Uh, just, I was proud of him that he is still making an impact almost five years after he's gone. Uh, KK's husband, Ira, along with other green gorillas, which is the name my father called the graduates of the School of Organics. I suppose he envisioned a renegade group of do-gooders saving the planet, but not in an annoying way. Um, so they had over, like I said, 500 people come through, and Ira and the other green gorillas really did a great job putting it all together. There was really cool vendors, and they had music, and there was families, and you know it was a beautiful day. There was dandelion tea and wine and bread and ongoing lectures in the barn, and it was just a gorgeous day when the forecast had originally been pouring rain, so it was awesome. Um, you can go to my website, or you can go to Instagram and at JFKESS, JFKES, uh, see the hippity dippity picture I took of the day. So I went to the barn to check out the lecture series, and the first person up was talking about lawn care for the homeowner. Um, I know everybody wants that Augusta National green lawn that looks so perfect, it could be a picture. But if you have kids or grandkids or pets, I urge you to investigate uh, using organics for your home. Um, if you put a penny in your shoe and walked around with that penny stuck on, the, on your bare foot, within a few hours, you would start to taste copper in your mouth. Um, so then envision if you have your kids or your grandkids or your pets with their soft little feet running around on grass that you sprayed chemicals on, you're inadvertently exposing them to poison. And I know no one would ever intentionally do that, um, but you don't know what you don't know. So once you're made aware of something, then you can start to make a difference because it really does make a difference in your children's long-term health if they're not exposed to these you know, chemicals at a, at a young age. Um, so this woman was talking about this company on Long Island called ilovelongisland.org where you can order signs to stick in your lawn by your mailbox. Um, you know, those little stakes with the yellow squares that announce to your neighbors and passersby that warning by law, I have to tell you, I just sprayed chemicals here. Um, 
well, these are signs that you can order that say, I love Long Island. And that tells people, it's part of a movement to tell people that you're doing your part to not pollute or expose your family and neighbors to chemicals that could harm them. So that's pretty cool. The next speaker up was a friend of my father's named Stephen Storch. Uh, Storch is a mad scientist, brilliant biodynamic farmer. I can't even begin to explain biodynamics, but I asked Steve to come on the podcast um, and give you a tiny fraction of his knowledge, and he's agreed to. So um, in a few weeks, we'll talk to him, and that's seriously mind-blowingly fascinating. Um, Rudolf Steiner is the father of biodynamics, and it's basically um, agriculture, farming, and the earth and how it's connected to the spiritual world. Uh, One little story that he told yesterday was um, how Steiner called dandelions a message from heaven. And Steve went on to explain the reason why Easter is always a different date, which obviously I've always known, but I never paid attention to why that was. Um, And he said Easter is always after the first full moon after the spring solstice. So that's why sometimes it's in March and sometimes it's three or four weeks later, depending on when the next full moon is. And I did not know that. He also said that the dandelions don't show up in full force until on or around that day, that Easter Sunday. So obviously maybe it's a couple days before and and after, but that's really like the signal that the spring is here and and it's changed into a different season. Um, Steiner was a scientist who was paying attention to all this, and that's why he said dandelions are a message from heaven because they come on that Easter time, which is so cool. Sorry, my dog was barking, so I had to stop for a second um, and make him be quiet if he knows what's good for him. Uh, And then the next speaker up was my father's friend, Susan, who also said she'd come on and chat about her work. She has studied water and the importance of it and telling us that, you know, just like our bodies and the planet are connected because we are two-thirds water and the planet's two-thirds water. It's fascinating stuff, all of these correlations between ourselves and uh, the water on the planet. She was a student of Dr. Emoto, who I suggest, if you ever have time, to Google Dr. Emoto and check out his work that he's done, or he did. Uh, He's passed away the last few years as well. But check out um, the work, his life work, which was studying drops of water under a microscope um, from all over the world. And again, who knew drops of water could be so fascinating, but it really is. It's very cool. Um, She also talked about how we need to spread, uh, we need more people to spread positive messages, you know, that the world right now is just getting out of what she referred to as the Piscean age. She's also studies astrology and things like that. Um, If you know, you are familiar, or if you're not, the Piscean Age is a very I win, you lose, I'm going to beat you, I'm out for myself kind of mentality. And that's what we've been living in in the last few decades. And just like the song said, we are moving into the age of Aquarius, hence my opening music, which is from my favorite scene of 40 year old virgin at the end when Steve Carell and his friends are running around dancing and singing like crazy people so funny. So go to YouTube and check that out if you want to laugh. 
Uh, but in the song, the words are harmony and understanding, sympathy and trust abound, which is pretty much the opposite of the way we're living right now. Uh, Chris Rock once said that he feels like the entire planet's at a stage where, you know, when your kids are little and the half hour before they're supposed to go take a nap or go to bed, they're just completely melted and insane. And he's saying it's like a half hour before bedtime for the whole planet and we're crazy people. Um, so if you want to check out Storch's website, he invented this vortex brewer that he uses with biodynamics, really fascinating stuff. Um, you can check out his website at vortexbrewer.com. And like I said, you can check out Dr. Emoto's work by Googling him. Um, and I appreciate you tuning in and listening. And if you like what you hear, I would ask you to consider going to iTunes and leave our review and rate it. Um, I know it's not, it's a little time consuming and, uh, it's not so easy, but if you would take a minute and do that, I would be very grateful. So today I'm going to this afternoon, I'm going to a cryotherapy place in Babylon to talk about, um, cryotherapy with the proprietors there. I'm going to have my second session and then sit down and record a podcast with them. So that'll be later on in the week. Hear all about that. So as always, thank you in advance. Work hard, be nice, have fun. Peace.